1: In order to understand what's going on in this encounter between
0: Jesus and the Pharisees and some of the scribes, we've got to zoom out a little bit and understand this ancient Near Eastern context in which this conversation happens. The Jewish people are suffering under Roman occupation. They suffer high taxes. They suffer cruel. The Jews understood to be their own. So if you live in a society where the Empire is trying to erase your culture, purity laws and practices take on a terrifying weight. They're just vitally important. They mark you and your people as distinct. They help the monoculture that would turn everyone toward Rome. And they bond your community together to one another in the face of that persecution and pressure to assimilate even if some of the elite follow into to that pressure. That's the context in which the followers of Judaism meet Jesus, these Pharisees, and context of the Roman Empire. And Jesus himself was a faithful Jewish follower in the midst of this empire and weight. Public adherence to laws was vitally important, but also, traditions were a way of preserving and protecting their way of life in the face of enormous and cruel pressure to become just another emperor-worshipping Roman vassal is In. Seize into their hearts when they come to this question. The Pharisees and scribes, by the way, they framed the very question. It's clear they haven't come to for the dialogue. They haven't come to learn from this new rabbi. They've come to trip him up and to discredit him and his followers. They don't say, tell us about how you come together for meals. They ask, why don't you live according to the tradition of the elders? There it is, the tradition of the elders. Not God's law, but tradition that has been handed down and added on top of what God gave them in the Deuteronomy and before. This washing ritual is not prescribed in any biblical text. It's tradition that has arisen and later on. And the Pharisees and the scribes want to use divide and keep people out, even within their own religious and ethnic group. That's the thing that Jesus names as hypocritical. Rituals and traditions are beautiful and powerful. We are gathered this morning on delivering with we're missing what it means to follow Jesus. Jesus didn't come to help us get our rituals right. He didn't come to help us figure out which prayer or what we should be using, where we should put the candles on the altar, what time we should come to church. He came to turn our hearts. And at least for this, hand-washing, master, Pot washing needs improvement, ritual practice, master, prayer for knowledge, on grade grave level. That's not what it will be like when we come to the end of our journey with Christ. Instead, following Jesus is much, much more free and a much more terrifying project. We can't prove we've accomplished it by doing things at church. Instead, we come here to commit to it and to keep that commitment returning day after day after day. By recognizing all of those evil intentions in Jesus' name do indeed live within each one of us, we don't pretend that we are somehow above or below of the human heart that Jesus gives just because we've got the good which we'll see. We are honest with ourselves about the things from within that bottom. To follow Jesus, we admit that evil within ourselves, we repent when we fall into it, and we commit again and again to disciplining ourselves to following his example of mercy and compassion another passage says people look out outward at outwardly appearances but god judges the heart jesus never tells the scribes and the pharisees to stop So please, wash your hands, and while you do, give thanks to God for the gift of water. Wash your hands, and offer a prayer to your vulnerable neighbor who you might be protecting. Wash your hands, and remember you were baptized into the living Christ. Wash your hands. Follow Jesus into eternal life. Amen. Amen.